0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are
1: hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Out podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host. Karen. And we are here for a feedback episode on a Saturday morning. Ready to talk about the things that you had to say. It's probably going to be a short one because we only had two episodes this week. Uh, mm-hmm. Which one of them was a feedback show? So, you know, I don't anticipate us being here too long but we're booked and busy we got a lot of stuff to do this weekend and uh and all that too so be on the lookout for podcast appearances last week on keith and the girl um the wig cap uh the wig cap on um uh, what's the t with nick and reg of course our Mm -hmm. own spinoff shows uh, game Balls D Sports movie reviews. We're going to see another movie today, so we'll be giving reviews of that. Like, uh, it's a lot out there, so you know, be on the lookout for Ryan and Karen everywhere, all over the globe. Um, <laughs> uh, the official weapon of the show is Taser. an unofficial sport, Bulletball. and Bullet Ball Extreme. And I'm actually really excited because I was just listening to it before we started the show, but De La Soul is. On streaming services now. Like Mm -hmm. uh that's the whole
0: everything, the whole shabam, not just bits and pieces, y'all.
1: Yeah, that's one of my favorite groups and Balloon Mind State and Stakes is high, two of my favorite albums of all time. Um, I'm not that big in the three feet high rising. I don't know how, I don't know why either. Like you think I would be, but I don't know. I just somehow that one was the one I didn't get into but then I loved every, I loved the shit after that, Um, and I love Grind Date as well, but it just, man, like, Balloon Mind State is the album that I, like, bought, had the CD, tape, all that shit, downloaded it, and would actually move it over to my Spotify on my own uh, through the complicated means of having it on my computer and then download it to my phone i every time i got a new phone every time i had to do a new update to spotify i would make sure to put those two albums on their stakes is how i blew my say and it feels good to not have to do that anymore um and rest in peace to dave plug too man because he didn't live to see this and it's just so infuriating they have been in the
0: process and fighting for this for a very long time
1: right it's infuriating to think about how long they spent fighting to get their stuff on streaming to get their money to get their royalties and shit And, you know, it it feels almost like Jackie Robinson, where it's like, uh, metaphorically, obviously not knowing any specifics, metaphorically, it's like, how much does a fight like that take out of a person, you know? And, you know, Pasta was rapping about that shit on on, uh, Balloon Mind State. He was rapping about getting fucked over by labels and all this shit. And it's just crazy. All that shit came to fruition. But... Anyway, man, it's still a happy day for us that to to be able to, Daylight fans, to be able to celebrate it in that way and, you know, remember Dave's legacy and celebrate it, um, you know. But I was just walking to work, listening to it yesterday, just, you know, thankful and just thinking about being in the city they were in when they were, you know, making all this shit. So, all right, let's get into it. So, basically, the feedback show is when you guys have things to say. And then we come through and we talk about what you had to say, right? So if you left us a comment on a website, voted in a poll, if you, um, you know, uh, left us a five-star review, um, we didn't get any voicemails this week, but all this contact information is in the show notes. So if you choose to leave feedback that way, that is the way we engage with it. We thank you for taking the time out to do that because we know you didn't have to. Um, and so this show is kind of low-key all about y'all, you know, um, (laughs) it's all about us, but it's also low-key all about y'all. Um, and I do want to shout, shout out the people that took the time out on the front page of our website. You can look on the right-hand side and you can give us money. You can give it one time, recurring times, whatever you want to do. We make sure you get a shout out. it's on your phone sideways, because for some reason, some phones don't show up right. Having attention,
0: you are now listening to Charlotte's Own and Karen. We welcome the good folks
1: who tied to the Black Diary Tips. Today's a new day. That's right. It is a new day, which means it is new pay. Let's talk about it. Dotstry Street J, Recurrent Donator. Thank you. Uh, so Preston from the Slang of Ages podcast, Recurring Donator, Tanisha G, uh, Celeste VB, uh mariano uh uh adam s uh tyrone m jason f uh we got dorothea s uh stefan h uh we got jonathan h no relation okay uh brian b hooked us up michael f corey b uh, deborah o jasmine a jeff m mary h michael irvin the playmaker uh waste bees by sewer uh allison h early days photography mako h michael w Whew, a lot of money coming in okay we love to see it uh j full <laughs> uh marvin b yes marvin b uh miko f we got asia d and lastly Chriselle b thank you everybody who is giving us money this week. Uh, Your ties are making sure that the the choir is gonna get to go out on the road and perform. And if it wasn't for y'all, they would have to do everything here with this hot air conditioning. So thank y'all.
0: Come on, they got new robes and everything. Shout out to (laughs) y'all.
1: Um, Five star reviews We got one new one I believe um, It might be two I'm read two but it, I think it's just one new one Like you a good why. neighbor TBGWT is there This is from KB2982 Karen and Rye are a go to During my week whether it's a rant An interesting take on current events Or a series of puns gone wrong They always <laughs> give me what I need to make my commute On a quiet day go by fast Thanks guys thank you <laughs> <laughs> no no thank you
0: fun's gone wrong that's 100% <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: Stenna says give them all the stars five stars Rod and Karen I love y'all I've been listening for years on different platforms and I don't know why I never left a review this is my favorite podcast and I appreciate the time you take to share yourselves with us thank you for creating a show that has brought so many laughs educational moments and different perspectives on every damn thing your love and support for each other is so beautiful keep doing what you do we will. I shall Ooh. proceed and continue yes. um, to rock the night. Thank you. Thank you for the five star reviews, everybody. It always makes us feel lovely. Okay. It's an it easy does. way to share with the show. I feel lovely. And <laughs> some lovely. Uh, but yeah, it's an easy way to, to, to put in on the show. It takes a little bit of time. It didn't cost you any money. Um, but, you know, it, and you don't even have to have an iPhone to do it. So just mm-hmm. looking us up. Leaving us five stars on Apple Podcast. It's an easy way to our hearts. Now, let's get into the show comments. But first, a musical interlude. Okay, you know, we can't just... We got to put breaks in here for commercials. All right comments on the website let's talk about them we got seven comments on our last feedback show so maybe this shit won't Ooh, be short had, i'm about to say what <laughs> was we talking
0: about y'all had something to say
1: uh apia says pierogi are polish dumplings about side effects of drugs if you are strict about side effects of food for example of beverage or beverages as we are with drugs the list was are also were also long I have even to report events that are timely related to taking of our drug, like that someone was killed by a bus after taking it. In my company, it's not only side effects after report, it's called adverse events and practically it's everything bad that happens after taking the drug and everything unusual the patient reports. Hmm. Mm. I wonder if it counts okay. good stuff. Like if you go, uh I took this drug and coincidentally I got my dick sucked afterwards. Do they go, oh, that could be a side effect, you know? <laughs>
0: I don't know if they. I don't know if they put that in the wing column or the. I'm just saying. Or the news column, like you know what I'm saying, like. Mm, you know. You know, my hair grew two inches. I mean, that's important, accurate information to know.
1: Make calls, you know, penis sucking. Just look it up.
0: <laughs> uh, May- it-
1: Make all space here. This
0: is something we need to know.
1: In case that might be somehow related, and if we don't do it and it's found out it's very bad, they can't fire you in Germany so easily, but you can get an official warning and a second offense is one you can get fired for. So if I read the paper with side effects for a drug, I only pay attention to the often uh, and maybe sometimes categories. The rare categories can pertain practically everything. Uh, she also says sauerkraut is German and Polish. The Polish name is Kapuza Kizona uh a, a journaled is the typical dress you see at anything german october face related with the deep cleavage and breast way up oh yeah i know those that's all you should say a titty dress that's all we all know the titty <laughs> dress um abby, abby also says i'm sorry that i have to comment one more time about the letter saying that people who voted republican deserve environmental consequences obviously you are right that also those who didn't get the negative consequences those who didn't vote for the Republicans get the negative consequences. And in your system of America, it's possible it's the other 49.9% of people there and all the children who are too young to vote. It's time. It's like right. me from the outside saying Americans deserve Trump because they voted for him. But it's also something else. It's about the illusions of control. The letter writer thinks it couldn't happen to me because I do the right thing and others didn't. It's the same thought as asking a woman who was sexually assaulted what she was wearing because if I were wear baggy clothes, it can't happen to me. They think well wrong i agree i agree same um and i think also um it's even worse in america it doesn't even have to be 49.9% you can actually have a majority of people that are democrat in some places and because of the way voting is rigged against those people they can still lose and so so it's even less of a like you know, flex to be like, oh, y'all voted for him. Y'all deserve that. It's like many of us did not or were not allowed to vote or, you know. And I
0: vote suppressed or stolen. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, Ronan Raphael says, I just remember watching a power team video on Dom's podcast and having a good laugh. My elder sister ran a Bible school every Sunday back during my Benin in city days, and I had no choice but to attend. We had a skinnier version of the of that amongst the Nigerians with no drugs messaging. Yes, a few were in the closet, as I found out when I became an adult. I was more focused on reading the Bible and singing. White people Christian songs, along with movies about the end of times, should have happened by now, according to the movies. Yeah, you know, man, I was... <laughs> ain't that amazing
0: how now is the now is the future for a lot of those movies. Twin <laughs> in the year twenty twenty
1: three. Um, one thing that's interesting there, I haven't finished. I just barely started it, but there's a new documentary on Netflix about these Korean people that were religious people that started a very abusive sexually abusive like um sect of of whatever this religion is and Mm -hmm. they showed the cross and i was like man it's crazy christianity is an export even in cultures where you know it took foothold through uh imperialism trading all this stuff it's very dangerous and to hear somebody go hey i grew up in nigeria and this power team type of shit with the Christian Mexican mes- messaging was all up in our shit too. It's like, man, that, that Christianity is a powerful fucking weapon uh, uh, yes. to do to people and uh, and just rife for abuse. Uh, I'm, I'm, yes. Yeah, it's just crazy.
0: Yeah, because I, th- I think for a lot of people, they're looking for something and this fills with that hole or they think it fills that hole or it's an illusion of filling that hole that they're looking for to make them whole when a lot of times in a lot of situations, it's not going to make you whole. It's like, it's deeper running issues that need to be addressed.
1: Yeah. But I'm just thinking about it. Not on a people looking for a whole individual level. I'm looking at it on like a sociological civilization level. Like it's, it's, it's almost like a virus or something like, because within its structure, it is ripe for abuse. It, it is, have faith, don't question anything, listen to the authority, do right. as I say, or you will suffer unknown consequences or go to hell, right. whatever. And not even consequences we can prove, really. It's consequences that are, you if you believe in the consequences and the fact that so many people are using it. And as soon as I seen the cross, I was like, yeah, people was getting sexually assaulted, people was taking their money. I guarantee you, I haven't even finished the document. I'm five minutes in. And I guarantee you that's still going to be the story because – that's what happens, and to see it happen in another country, because I'm used to I'm I'm an American. I'm here. I'm used to the influence of Christianity on America, whether it's politically, societally, whatever. So seeing that shit in another language, in another country, I'm just like, bro, this shit is insidious. So
0: for well, a lot of people, the scam is the same across the board.
1: Yeah, it's no just, matter what language you speak. There's just no checks and balances within a religion, really. They just aren't right. Any you know? religion, right? Anyway, I thought, although I voted no, I like the claim that skinny dude's always telling us not to do drugs, but couldn't say what the drugs were. It's my power team, power skinny team. Huh. I don't feel like it's not we the same if they, too. I feel like it's not the same unless they was ripping them phone books. So unless, <laughs> unless them skinny dudes. That's how you
0: know it's legit.
1: Unless them skinny dudes was ripping up the white pages or some shit. I, I'm not counting that as power team. <laughs> you had a bootleg power team, dog.
0: Yeah, well, uh, over here, they ripping them yellow pages.
1: Ronan Raphael says, I meant I might just move on for to Florida and run for governor. I promise to bring back to our schools gluten free, animal free, diversity embracing power teams. Gang 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 uh, aha. Sean says, since you mentioned (laughs) the idea of Cocaine Bear sequel, LSD Fox, I have been looking for an article I read about foxes eating Morning Glories and tripping out in someone's garden. Morning Glories contain LSA, which is similar to LSD, but provides a softer trip. Unfortunately, I can't find the article and I have to get back to work. Thanks for the great show. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The last one's from Sandler It's A bit longer he says you think in 2023 Would be better at overcoming the insecurities That haunt us as black people be it food Movies wine by Snoop Dogg yes White people are going to white but We as a community gotta rise above that shit And stop giving in to our perverted perceptions Of us I honestly it's honestly Ridiculous at this point because The lack of consistency is annoying to me Look no further than Big Groove I don't really care much for Big Groove But he ain't hurting nobody man busting A move like Eddie Gordo on Tekken 3 and we shook it's crazy to me yeah i was honestly like go ahead i'm sorry
0: no i said same i said i agree
1: oh yeah because i was saying i was honestly a little surprised by just how visceral the reaction was like yes you know I, i get the whole having a reaction i mean that's what his videos are supposed to make you do but it just kept escalating and escalating to this like conversation about blackness that i was just like I don't know. I feel like everybody fell in a trick bag. Like everybody fell for that shit. He's not important, number one. But number two, um, you need to examine why this motherfucker can make seven hundred videos, and three three of the videos make him a caricature of blackness forever to you. Like it's just it's interesting that you know. Like to me. Yeah, it's just interesting to me. I, I we've we, I won't go through it again. We've hashed it out. I haven't bothered to look up his past video since ultimately I don't really care that much. What I do care about and will never be bothered till the end time is our wild swings of the what's traumatic and what's not. He ain't hurting anyone. He hasn't shed on black people, but we're uncomfortable by his size moves, eating watermelon, calling him a minstrel or a coon. Context be damned to the full meaning of those words. Sounds like a ton of you problems to me. Lots of negative projection on a guy, regarding of, regardless of your tolerance, being his best self. Is it black boy slash man joy, or is that only reserved for those we like or tolerate? And motherfuckers never want to answer that when it comes to black shit. And to another extent, insecurity is about weight because it means he, she, or they may have internalized undealt with insecurity they haven't properly dealt with. Yeah, um yeah. I talked to somebody a little bit about it on social media. I think I brought it up on the show, but part it was his tweet not i didn't interject this or imply this or you know this wasn't a i'm inferring that you're uncomfortable it was the exact words of the tweet were these words are in there and it was like something to the effect of he's too big and dark-skinned to be doing it and i was like how is that not saying something about you you know what I'm saying? Like, if he was a light-skinned woman, it would be fine if he was biracial. If he wasn't as big. He, like, it was very much like he know what he doing being big and dancing. And I was like, but I've seen so many videos of y'all celebrating that because it's, like, uh, uh, against black, like, toxic masculinity. It's like, why can't black? I mean, people been circulating these, you know, Jonathan Majors and, and Michael B. Jordan hugging all over Mm -hmm. the internet this week because it is like we don't get to ever see black men do this and with this dude i mean he's smiling dancing He look like one of the like people that hold up a cheerleader to me like you know i'm talking about he looked like one of them to me Mm -hmm. like like just a like like a big strong dude but yeah a big strong dude but the energy is very like non-aggressive so like I said, I get the annoyance or whatever, because I think I think he's making cringe content on purpose. But yeah, I just think it went a little too far. That's all.
0: Yeah, and I 100 percent agree uh with this. And is like I said, I feel the same way about this. I feel the same way about chicken and watermelon. It's just certain things that 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 it it, it, it just ticks a nerve in me mm-hmm. because when I get to asking questions nobody can really answer the questions of why do you feel like this It's all everything is a pro, in my mind when i'm talking to people everything is a projection to me and then i go well then what does what you're saying have to do with this yeah like you know yeah. and then they can't never make that connection but then these are internal things that are happening within you and this struck something or this triggers something in you which calls you to respond like this but the fraction of the thing that happened absolutely positive it has nothing to do with this chicken and watermelon ain't got a motherfucking thing to do with all these people complaining they're complaining because the truth be told when i ask within we don't within we're within you would rather him not exist you rather no black no black boy joy unless it's black boy joy that's pre-approved and went through you that's stupid that that's that's silly you know it's you know and everybody has their Rules and regulations on these things, and they think that their rules and regulations are for all blackness, and it's not. And then they people like me going, "Well, this is stupid." They act like something wrong with us for going, uh "Yeah, I should be able to have chicken and watermelon in February," and the whole fucking, you know, everything shouldn't burn down. You know, I, you know, and you know when people go, well, you know, we should have every month. You're right, you're right, but let's work in the constraints of what we have, which is February. So we're not, we're not, so it's like you're trying to make a broader conversation, which is not what we're talking about. And so, you know, it's one of those things, like, when you get down to the bottom of it, it's like, it's everything but what we're really talking about. So the problem is not the issue at the end. A lot of times the problem is people projecting.
1: Yeah, I think Bossy just made such a great point. We were texting each other and stuff. And she was like, if he was going around making videos, beating people up or something, or threatening people or something, or the joke was... I'm a big black scary man and then ha 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 look at me do such and such people would eat that content up and it should like I said a lot of stuff are things that we don't really want to examine because it ain't gonna go to a good place you know I said the same thing about the Michael B. Jordan corny story where it's like we don't want to examine why we think somebody is corny or what we think makes a man corny if we really come down to it it's going to end up being like some shit that we're like, we espouse these virtues in certain instances, but when we see them in practice, we actually do not think they're cool. But anyway. Yeah, I, right. yeah, um, Right,
0: right. Oh, I'm about to say right. And like you say, and the thing is the, these things that trigger people and these things that bother people, these come from a very valid place, you know? And I think when you talk to people, people, You it makes people feel like you're trying to say what they feel is not valid. It's not that. It's just we're talking about apples and oranges and you're trying to make me sound like I'm a lunatic because I'm going we're talking apples and oranges and you don't want to admit that we're not actually talking about the same thing. You want to take this thing that triggers you and bring it over here into my conversation which and and they're not the same conversations. It's like you say macro or micro. We're having two different conversations here and people want to act like they're having the same conversations but they're not.
1: Yeah, I just think there there's just a lack of introspection that uh, as, as uh sailor Agnew said it just what and i think people are scared to look at what's inside of them because they're like what am i gonna find you know like am i gonna find that i'm not you know perfectly presenting all my politics all the time am i gonna find that i say shit that i'm not really comfortable with like you know a story i was thinking about a lot this week because it's starting to reframe this story and um, remember the story about the white police officer woman who fucked all these dudes on the force, many of them people of color, um, mm-hmm. and the whole force got in trouble for her. It was like a sexual scandal and shit. Well, now she's, you know... Re- and even though we read that article, we read about her husband trying to get her to stop and she wouldn't stop, and then she uh tried to spring a surprise threesome on him and all this stuff. Well, now she's reframing it as saying like, no, 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 what happened was I was coerced sexually by these men who groomed me and turned me into like their sex puppet or whatever, you know. Um who knows what's true? Maybe the details of the first article were wrong, you know, misogyny is rampant, it could be anything. But what's true? What I but what it made me think about is this. Um, because, and also, she's a white woman, so, you know, she could be running to the white woman victimhood. It's like at the end of every snap, they like, he actually beat me. And it's like, OK, well, as a defense, we know that a white woman saying she was abused is, you know, one of the best defenses in America. Uh, so maybe you might slide out on that way, even though we don't really have proof. That the Correct. things you're saying happen, like it, with all the right. text messages and all the shit that all the evidence they had on that them using their fucking company phones, you would think that that would have come up before. That somehow she was Agreed. being coerced or forced, but maybe we'll see. You know, this is what a court case is for. You you go in there, you put uh, the fe- right. best defense force for uh, best defense forward. Here's the thing though: when that story came out, nobody was like. Good for her, she's sexually free, ho is life, uh, you, know, you know, like, it was nothing like that. Like, everybody kind of showed their cars and either thinking, A, it's horrible, B, it's nasty. What Like, it was a lot of, like, shaming of her, right? And I'm not even really mm-hmm. trying to come at people for shaming her. If that's what the fuck you felt, I, I what, what do I, I mean it was a wild situation for a reason it made the paper for a reason it don't happen every day but it was interesting because like i feel like at those times those are the times where people are the most real when they have that immediate reaction or something like that and and yeah, that nobody like was she wasn't anybody's hero you know like we weren't like look at her being sexually empowered you know what I mean? We were like, we were like, what's wrong with her? You know what I'm saying? So I know you, so I, co-workers. Like, come on, dog. So like I said, it, it's something I, I think that's my point, my larger point being that's why we don't like to examine internalized shit, because we would have to look at ourselves and be like, so do we really believe like sexual freedom and liberty and it's empowering Or did we all go, damn, she let all those men fuck her and then it turned into like a negative look towards her and the the situation rather than like, well, look, if that's what she want to do. You know, there were a few people like that, but not it wasn't a groundswell of people. It was mostly people like laughing about the jokes and stuff or making her the butt of the joke. You know, there were pictures of her going around, videos and stuff. So like, um, yeah, it just it made me think back to that. Um anyway he goes on for lack of a better word i abhor the lack of introspection people talk about wanting to be expressive and open until they can't deal with it due to people feeling bad how else are we going to get over this shit you need to feel truly empathize and let this big nigga party i hate how we treat this shit projecting your disdain on that man says a lot about you and you need to fix it asap undealt with trauma is bad for everyone it's why i don't really believe people when they uh, want all this content for blackness fat people violence because the le- the line moves too damn much and you have to listen to the cries of people feeling emotions they're compromised by. Getting rid of it makes you no different than those racist white people who want to get rid of black history statewide, not just my state of Florida. you carry a water to not deal with the problem, thus putting the pressure on Big Groove, for example. It's fucked up. Now you don't have to like them, but let them be. Let him be the embodiment of all that BS sloganeering that Twitter does or wallow in being fake offended so I can ignore your ass too. Yeah, I think also, like, with the Big Groove thing, I just have been, like, ignoring him for a long time. and then, me too. But but then the, uh, Facebook Reels, I watched, like, one or two of his videos, and, of course, it starts showing me all his videos. So mm-hmm. I've literally seen dozens of this man's videos, and he just does extra shit. It ain't, it's not racialized. It's not racially categorized. Like, it's not, like, race isn't his stick if you know what i'm saying like it's not it's not him going let me talk to y'all about race i've never even heard, i don't even think i've really heard this man talk really um like in depth about anything i think he's just for lack of a better term just a meathead that wants a fucking attention and he's willing to do a lot of shit for that attention that i obviously would not but um yeah, I, I think it's he could end up being a dude that's anti black and saying and doing shit that I that I find to be fucked up. I never will out. yeah, I'm like I'm not caping for the guy, but I just don't think people have made that case yet. I feel like they've been circulating right. the same three pictures on purpose and ignoring the hundreds of other shits that he's did so that I will stop thinking. When you get mad, when someone tells you to be offended, you stop thinking. Um, mm-hmm. there's an article going around right now. Chris Rock is doing a live Netflix show tonight, uh, his first comedy special since being slapped by Will Smith on stage. And I've already seen this article floating around and I shared it cause I thought it was ridiculous. And I shared it with the comment to, to point out it being ridiculous, but the title went something to the effect of Chris, people are out like something like outraged or people are pushing back on chris rock for saying that he watched emancipation so he could see will smith get beat and i said you mean doing stand-up you mean chris I mean rock stand-up. you mean chris rock made a stand-up joke about something that happened to him uh nigga that's what the fuck he do That that's like you taking one minute of this podcast one clip and being like that's like you taking the guesses from guest the Race and being like, Ron and Karen uh, uh, <laughs> encourage racism and with their show and da 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 And it's like, sure, if you want to take 13 seconds and just tell the world that's all we do, there are people that would jump all over that headline and be like, look at these motherfuckers. That's why I never liked them. I, this is what's wrong with podcasts. Take all the podcasts. mics out of the hood. Because context. <laughs> you niggas don't deserve mics. Because context don't matter to people when they get mad, if they can get mad fast enough. You presented a punchline to a joke like he literally was sitting at a TED Talk saying that shit to an audience full of serious-minded people. People are laughing at it. The context is that it's stand-up. You can't divorce it from that context just so you can be outraged. But I saw people sharing it and being like, see, this is what got him hit and all this shit. And I'm like, y'all are fucking idiots. Y'all are legitimately fucking idiots. Take your favorite stand-up if you have one because most of y'all are humorless fucks. But take a, your favorite stand-up right. and there's something somewhere within that set you can take out of context and be like, oh my God, so-and-so hates so-and-so. And you're like, dog, it's a joke. That's the fucking context. So, But it works. People share it. People make long things about them, not about the topic at hand. And you end up here.
0: I agree, and it's something uh, that I, I I feel, and I will continue to say this, and I think, I think you may even have said it. People weaponize your anger against you, and you have to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we keep going down these same rabbit holes and people reading articles across social media and people constantly enraged because they use something that's a real legit thing to be angry about and they use it against you and this goes back to the critical thinking reading shit in context actually going to the source and 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 looking at shit that they've done before to be like oh you're just posting to get an emotion out of me Mm -hmm. no people read it and they just immediately get angry and a lot of times I'm to funny these titles are for uh, for clickbait because you've even read titles and you read what's in the article you're like this article like the fuck y'all like y'all should have actually worded this better but if y'all would have worded it better People wouldn't have got mad, people wouldn't have got angry, people wouldn't have shared and shit
1: like that. People you know did what it I'm with the, like the whole people did it with the pandemic. Like mm-hmm. like major news outlets were reporting shit like more vaccinated people dying than unvaccinated from COVID now. And you're like, oh, so what you the average person reading that headline is gonna think, so then I don't need to get vaccinated. It don't work and it don't matter. Right. And a lot of people ain't get their boosters and shit because of that logic. I guarantee you it works on people because they don't read the whole thing. And you go read the whole thing and it's like, oh, yeah, if you if you get your updated booster shots, you are, you know, 60 percent less likely to get uh, sick and you're X amount of percent less likely to get long COVID. And and it works because this, this and this. And yet the title Is not even trying to get you to understand that. It's just trying to get you to share the article and go, "See, I told you," and that's what happens with a lot of this shit. And I think people. It's not just the media. It's also people. People who share Big Groove eating a slice of watermelon, but never the other hundreds. I've seen the videos that this nigga ain't big at burritos, sandwiches. He, He like it's his gimmick. Is he call it the big bite? And he and so he's big groove. He takes the big bite. So he goes to places and restaurants and he fucking orders a meal, whatever they popular meal is. And he, he's like, here we go, the big bite. And he takes a big ass bite and he starts shimmying his shoulders and shit in the camera. And yet, niggas have shared the goddamn watermelon one a billion times and, <laughs> and said, this is all he does. And you're like, well, there's a bunch of other ones. Sorry, I'm not gonna bunch. this is to me is the same as taking the Chris Rock joke and trying to make me be mad at it. It's just you know, and maybe I'm too um cynical at this point. Maybe I'm too uh hesitant to join the crowd, but I'd rather be too hesitant than the I can always get mad later. I have never I've never been. I can always be last. It's okay to be last. I've never been harmed by being the first motherfucker to go negative. I've uh, to be to be the last person to go negative. I'm fine with it. Right. So anyway. Um. Finishing this up, he says, "I'm with y'all about this, and I'm tired. Just tired of people doing this shit with a guy like that, or food like watermelon or chicken. Just enough. Go to therapy. Take a breath. Something. We spent years, centuries to be our authentic selves, and put that away due to those who can't deal with big groove. Hate to say it. Go fuck yourself. Do better and be yourself. Peace. You know, another great thing too here is um, so many people say they're unapologetically black and they're this, that, and the other, but they're still afraid." Because at the end of the day, if you're like, man, I don't want to eat this watermelon in front of people, you're still afraid. If you, mm-hmm. it, What does this say about me and what does it say about black people in general? He's setting us back. He's doing. You're still afraid because you're not really being yourself. You're still mostly mm-hmm. concerned with how white people are viewing you through viewing another black person. This is, you know, I don't. Like I think there's I think there's a difference obviously between thinking someone's personal actions are something you wouldn't fuck with. But once we've raised like I think John Morant pulling out a gun on Instagram Live is stupid. What I don't think is he's somehow oh. reflection. Mm-hmm. Let that sink in. Uh but what I don't think is it's a reflection on me as a black person that John Morant did something stupid. That has nothing to do with me. Cause there's nothing else to do, Sal. He must have did this after the show. He did um the poll did your school ever get visited by the power team yes no or who fourteen percent yes thirty three percent no and fifty three percent have never even heard of power team so they I count them as no's as well right um sorry uh we see if we got any comments no comments on this one on YouTube and let me check anchor to see what happened there I think they brought the uh, QA back after not having it for a Yay, while.
0: Let's go. But
1: I, it wasn't back for this episode. I had to figure out how to get it back in there. It's, it's They fucked with something. I got to figure it out, guys. The poll. Somebody made a mistake or they refreshed. I'm glad they bought it back. I like our comments. The poll here 10% yes for the Power Team, 30, 29% no, and 61% have never heard of them. Um, all right, that's it for this episode. Piccolo Gallo Jenkins, episode 2677 don't think i said the title <laughs> earlier uh the last the last episode of the week was clean getaway uh, episode 2678 um who do we appreciate um apia says uh karen you are funny and interesting and other guys can be thankful that you are on that podcast as a guest i think oh, she means three man. guys on uh she also yeah, says She also says, when you say they allow you to be the way you are, I want to scream, they better if they know us good. (laughs) Ramsey D. Jinga says, five stars because I love us. I say hell no to long distance kissing devices. Karen, I love your humor, period. And Carl Crawford, whatever, nigga. Sean says Karen be knowing and Karen be funny I love how Karen pointed out all the aspects of comedy she learned from professional comedians I used to teach a course on comedy and political satire and being good at comedy is serious business that being said I've been with y'all a while and while Karen has always been funny she has really developed her on-air delivery and content organization to make it more comedic Ryder's always done a great job as a straight man but when he switches to funny man he could pull that off too keep up the great work Thank you, Sean. He does play my straight man. A lot of times he, but he play my straight man
0: because he, we both can't be back here uh, yuck, yucking it up. But the, the the car would crash, so he got to be the straight man to keep the car on the road.
1: Yeah, with Justin too. Because
0: um, <laughs> then versus to us.
1: Uh, the poll is: Would you ever would you use the long distance kissing device? Yes, just to kiss. Yes, for more than kissing, or no? Oh shit, no. No, eighty-seven percent say no. If Karen says no, I guess I have to say no as well. I mean, who else am I long-distance kiss with, guys? Um, <laughs> ladies, hit up my DMs if you into some long-distance electronic kissing. Electronic kissing, <laughs> like is that cheating? Can you Hold get it up, baby? Is that cheating if you if you do electronic long-distance kissing with more than one person? I feel like these devices have to come in pairs that can only work with each other. Because if you Oh, is that you or me? That's me. I'm sorry. Oh my God, unprofessional, uh, loose cannon. It is unprofessional, loose cannon, Sean. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I just wonder if, like, if it's a thing where, like, I buy a long distance kissing device and it's just for me, but then I connect it to yours over the internet. Or if it's like you buy two of them and what happens if you're in a throuple? Can you buy three? You know, I have a lot of questions is what I'm saying. I,
0: yeah, I have a, I have a lot. Well, it, well, it's, uh, I guess sanitary. Ain't nobody but you using it and it cuts
1: down on STDs. Can you use it platonically? Like if I have a friend, I just want to kiss mm. him on the cheek, you know? I don't know. This is a lot of questions, guys. I um, just take the phone and, and let the phone kiss him. Yeah, if you want to kiss him on the cheek, you know? What if it's your child you just want to kiss him night. You see what I'm saying? It don't have to be sexual. Mm -mm. There's a lot of uses for this device, and now I have nothing but questions. Um, But anyway, uh, the poll, 7% 7 yes, 7% yes for more than kissing, 7% for just a kiss, and 87% for just no. They're not with it. Um, And when you look at the poll on the website, on uh, Anchor, Yes, just to kiss 8% more than kissing, 14%, because that's where the freaks at. Okay, they got the money. And 70, <laughs> 78%. Like, I got yeah, 78% say no. Um, let's see. Comments on YouTube. Hey guys, I love the show, and hey, you all have me laughing in harmony. My mom says, thanks for a great show. You two are professionals. Laughing emoji. Thank you, mom. Jen Uh says, okay, Rod, hype your bestie up. Okay, Rod, hype your bestie up. Your dynamic as a podcast duo is what makes your podcast great. Also, Karen, continue to grow your confidence. You are who you are, but you are humble enough to want to grow and learn from those more experienced. That's what makes you great. Thank you.
0: Oh yeah, honey. I, I don't ever Well, I don't ever walk into a room going, "I know everything. What the fuck you here for then?" And I don't want to be the smartest person in the room because there's always room to grow. If you're the smartest person in the room, you need to look around
1: and get you and uh, uh reevaluate your friends. Um and then um comments for the Q&A on um on Spotify/Anchor. Kissing is a gateway drug is what I said in the in the comments in the q a and we got some answers here uh adabola says the corny convo made me think of people calling russell wilson a square both mbj and russell wilson seem to be regular there i say good guys i haven't heard them being wrapped up in any negativity i could be wrong but shrug emoji yeah i think what's interesting is like people want it both ways they be like I mean, what's wrong? I'm not even saying there's anything wrong with being corny. Why are we acting like it's such a bad thing to be corny? And I'm like, because we use it derogatorily, Like, we use it as derogative. If we didn't use it that way as an insult, then you're right. It wouldn't be a bad thing, but it's... Right. You know, it's it's like it's the thing we're always trying to avoid with stigmas and stuff. Where people keep trying to change words. All every every four years is a new word for Changing like the meanings. right. Every year for every four years, you got a new word to call somebody like fat. Like oh no, we calling them the plus size. We doing this we because we just kind of run. Hmm? I said because at the end of the day, it's still gonna go back to its foundation, the roots. No matter what you call it, we're just trying to run from the stigma, and ah, okay. it's just you you try to out but you're just it just you can't outrun someone's internalized like i don't like this thing when i look at this when i see this when i hear this i think negative things you can't beat it it's it's in people and they're not changing you know what i mean so uh not that i don't want them to change but they're not changing they're just we will call them african-american well if you whisper it under your breath when they when you see one Guess what? You still think it's bad. If you go, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you say, We got some niggers to move in the neighborhood, or if you go, we got some African Americans, or you say, We got some blacks, or you say, we got some colors. The 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 way you're saying it, the way you're saying it as in the hush hush, like, oh my God, oh no. The emotions. That's the part that that and so the language, I get that we think language is gonna fix everything. It's not. You know, I hate to be that cynical. Most of my language changes are just I have a a fucking public facing job uh and i just don't feel like arguing with niggas that's to be the all frank. right it just saves me time to be like whatever y'all will let me say that won't i won't have to fucking you know do an hour long like let me explain i'll just say it so what we what we saying now latinx latinx we will we'll say that okay y'all don't like that we're going back to latino and latina hey, I'm right back with you, player. It wasn't my fight in the first place. I'm just trying to keep this shit simple. So um, corny to me feels like people are lying when they say it's nothing wrong with being corny. You know, embrace your corny, blah, blah, blah. They don't really mean that shit because then Mm -hmm. we shit on people for being corny. Now that being said, I also would love to hear what exactly it means when somebody's corny because it's kind of like cool right it's an it's a it's a feeling it's a vibe it's it's not really a defined like it's not really defined you know i've heard people say you know embracing your corniness makes you cool you know it's whatever you know people are obsessed with being cool A, a lot of times what makes people cool is really them being the most following ass motherfuckers in the world fashion style slang like everything they do is to try to stay one step behind or or in lockstep with the culture of what is cool you know it's a lot of work to be cool you know um and and so anyway all that stuff to say like i would love to have that conversation rather than an individualize who's corny and who's not because i feel like a lot is lost in that conversation and It's very subjective um nigga got you know like uh uh people like yeah it's just it's a very subjective conversation that I, I think it's just gets into a lot of bullshit uh but yeah uh ernest says defund Telo tello <laughs> <Telododonics. laughs> hilarious ernest <laughs> roger says hey we can post again lol a few weeks back you guys questioned my comment about bomani being bald and i should have stated that i'm a gay male who is attracted to bald men lol sorry for the confusion Oh hey, no problem. I hey listen, I ain't want to assume. Play, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't even remember the comment at this point to to go back and be like what well, was said. But sorry if we overreacted or, or, or reacted strangely to it. We probably just didn't understand, you know. Mm-mm. Uh, all right, let's get into the emails because we didn't get any voicemails this week. But first, to play okay. some music as a placeholder for how to to get this money with these ads. Oh, you know what? Before we do this, What's up? I was talking with some coworkers, and we we're talking about ads on podcasts, and it's kind of a tangent, but this is like a short show anyway. It's almost over, um, and I have to say, like the relationship that people have to podcasting compared to other media it while it is you know it might feel more personal because especially if you do it this way with us as independent people and you you know us through the show and you know a lot about us through the show Mm -hmm. but we're still putting on a performance we're still professionals and we still need to get paid this is work it ain't free it it's might free not for you feel, but not for it, yeah it might not feel like I'm working in you you might not really even respect how much work it is you might, part of the reason it don't look like it's much work is because I'm so goddamn good and Karen is so fucking good at this We have put in <laughs> yeah. thousands of hours doing this I didn't even think about that we
0: have and 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 I didn't realize this I forgot I think it was just into somebody pointed it out to me. And I didn't realize it because I'm still being myself when I'm on my mic and things like that. Because, you know, who I am is going to always come through. Uh, But I think Justin was like, Cameron, you have an own switch. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, it's just an own switch. He was like, yeah, you're still being yourself. He said, but when it's time to record, he said, it's just something that, that switches. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, it's time for the show. Let's go. And I was like, oh, I never really thought about that. And everybody has their quote unquote own switch, you know, uh, when they are on the mic i'm still being myself y'all still getting 100 authentic me but i never really thought about it like Roger said as the own switch and that's kind of, and, and the own switch is more the professional switch
1: well it's a, it's a it's a performance and we're good at it we're very fucking good at it um we've done 2600 of these episodes many many thousands i'm sure at this point a guest appearances uh you know mm-hmm. at least hundreds of guest appearances We have thousands of shows behind our paywall. We don't even edit the shows. You hear everything we say. Like, I I don't go back and cut shit out. This is just how it come out. Uh, We host last week on Keith and the Girl. You can ask them. We ain't never, hey, uh, we fucked up. Can you take this out? My bad, man. We knock the shit out of the park every fucking time because we take it serious. That being said, when we do these ads, where there's dynamic insertion, which is when you hear like a pre-recorded ad that an algorithm at Spotify or Apple tells them what to put in there. Um, when you hear us live read an ad, where there's for like an independent black business that we normally cut a break on the advertising rate. So whether it's like a you know Loot Crate or Bevel, somebody that's a big ass company, and we charge them as much as we can. If I'm being frank. Uh, So one of my coworkers was like, well, you know, isn't it kind of like taking advantage of a relationship with the audience when you do like a live read and stuff like that? I was like, I don't think so. Um, And I don't think so for a couple reasons. The first is it's honestly ridiculous sometimes how much. These advertising brands do to make sure that you're not gonna get up here and say some bullshit. And what I mean by that is like Manscaped sent me everything that was in that fucking thing that I read, y'all. Everything, like even the boxers. <laughs> I got Manscaped boxers around here somewhere because they don't want me to get on the mic and just be like, "It's great," but I never even opened the box, so I never did it. Now they don't know for sure, they, it's not like they come to my house and make sure I got the drawers on, but, you know, my point is, like, they do as much as they can reasonably so that we not just sitting up here lying to y'all, right? But Mm-mm. number two, if you recognize the relationship we have with the audience even you listening to the show, you know, we want to make money off of our work. And if I'm like, uh, you know, I'm frank, I, like, some stuff's too transparent, like, when uh i got that influencer gig for pumpkin spice wings at buffalo Wild, i took y'all with me through that i was mm-hmm. like this is what happened this is how i signed the contract this is why it was fun because part of what we're giving you was our lives and our stories and our day-to-day so i'm like if i'm doing as much as i can authentically through the show i don't know dog like i don't feel like i'm taking advantage yeah. of anybody like I'm as straight up as I can be. It's not like I got on here and was like, "Guys, today's podcast brought to you by OAN, One American News." Like, I'm not doing shit like that. So, no. And and, and my thing is, oh, oh, good. I'm sorry.
0: No, go ahead. And my thing is this, and it's funny though. People feel like this. Do you feel like this when you're watching commercials on television? When you watch commercials on radio, like it's. It, and, and to me, it's no different. These are businesses. And a lot of times people don't treat or They don't think of podcasts as a business. They don't really think of all the financial things. And a lot of times people that make those statements don't host podcasts. They don't know what the fuck, what the fuck is all involved. And so it's real easy to quote unquote huff and puff and getting it, it, it get annoyed when you actually don't have any investment other than you download a fucking free app and press play. And you got it. Like other than that, it means nothing to you. And a lot of times, When these podcasts go away because they don't have no money to continue to go, a lot of people would go online and whine and complain about how they disappear. Well, bitch, you you can't do it all for free all of the time.
1: You're saying exactly what I was saying at the table with them because I was like, this is the thing you have to realize. Um, It's work and you're getting it. And unfortunately, most people will take your shit for free. Yes. like ever since Napster and probably even before that but Napster was the thing that changed everything but ever since Napster people if they can take your work for free they don't give a fuck about you as an artist or a person you can be destitute uh-huh. there are so many podcasts on the bottom of the ocean in the graveyard of the sea because motherfuckers uh-huh. ain't really wanna um ain't really wanna support them like at the end of the day like nope. people talk a good game but you know, you go look on somebody's, like, Patreon or paywall content, and you see, like, less than 1% of their listeners, go do that. If you, you want to know how we could, like, legitimately do this show and never have an ad and never do any of this shit, is if every person that downloads an episode gave us a dollar an episode, we'd be fucking rich. That, like, straight up, we'd be, uh, we'd be on some Adam Carolla shit, where it's like, we... We we y'all would be seeing us on yachts and shit. We we will have that much money because we get a lot of downloads and people listen to us every day and all that stuff. I'm not asking for that. I'm not telling people that. This is not even to try to get y'all mm-hmm. to donate. This is not. But a, that's not realistic. Hold on. This is not a pledge or anything. This what I'm trying to say is like, if if that's what it was, people would be like, people would be fine, and not just us. Every pod, a lot of podcasts. Not everyone, but a lot of podcasts. If they could just but people don't do that. So you have to have ads. And if the ads are personalized or whatever, you're thinking about it from a purely entitled customer perspective. Okay. But you know who else is a customer of an ad? The advertiser. Now, how does that work? They come to me to give me money to make an ad. So if I can make it personal, if I can like one, one of the people was like, Um, this podcast that does like a lot of production work on their podcast a lot of editing they were like uh, well you know they make the the, they make the ad sound like they use the same tools from editing to do the ad and it make you know the sounds and all the stuff it makes it feel like it's part of the episode and I said so they're using their talent to show the advertisers that it's smart to use them for ads because they know how to do it well I'm like dog that's I said if you only look at it from your perspective of like they tricked me then, then then sure I guess you can be upset but if you look at it from their perspective of trying to make money of the skills they've they've honed over this time it's a necessary part of the game or else you just don't have a show I said but well, what people will do all the time is complain about the show that that's gone that they never gave right. a dime to, that they never, that they skipped every ad when it got played through the dynamic insertion. And they like they like they'll 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 complain about the man, I missed that show. It's like we when it was here, you wasn't helping. You know, so I just it just anyway. So I make jokes out of it when I write put these beats in for transitions and y'all know the ad is coming and stuff, and I'm mm-hmm. and, and and I don't, you know, if you skip it, you skip it. I don't care, but just wanted to say like uh because i you know hearing that it just made me be like man it's so frustrating as a creator because it's like dog you don't understand it's this or don't make it you right what, I mean? <laughs> what you want you me can't, to do you can and
0: you can't have it both ways and it's one of these things where for me and, and I feel like this. Everybody want to get paid for their job, but they don't want nobody else to get paid for yes. their job. Like, if you came to work every day with your creativity and they go, well, you know what? Do this shit for free. Come in here and write all these yuck, yuck jokes for free. you would be like, bitch, you better pay me. Well, then what do you think these people doing? They want to get paid for their work, too, and their
1: labor, too. Yeah, this is my fucking job, man. Like, it, when you're watching Game Theory, whether you have to pay for HBO Max or pay for HBO through your thing or whatever, and I get a check every week, there's a there's an implicit agreement and you don't get to see too many ads and stuff because it's hbo and the only ads you see is for other hbo shit there's so much fucking money behind that you know i'm not a celebrity who's doing a podcast on the side and just like it's just for fun like it's my living so it was just it was just fascinating to listen to people say it because i think that's a very common way of thinking because they just haven't thought about it from our perspective they've only thought about it from theirs as a consumer, you know, I remember I used to there's this account that would talk about black, black pod, people of color podcast and stuff. And they'd be and they review people's shows and they'd say stuff sometimes that I would be like, OK, well, that's not going to work. Or it would be like, you know, I don't want any ads. The show needs to be short. It needs to be this. It needs to be that. I was like, that can't work for everybody. Like and they can't even really work for for a lot of most shows because you need backing and a bunch of other shit to to be able to do it that way. But my point being like I think that at some point they started a podcast and it was short and it was no ads and it is defunct because you can't do that kind of work forever for nothing and you can't find a way to make money because you, uh, you don't want to mention that you got a t-shirt website because that's an ad you don't want to uh, yeah. you don't want sponsors because yeah. then you got to stop the show and play the sponsors thing or you got to read mm-hmm. something else, and you, you don't you talk to yourself
0: and people think you're begging and it's like the fuck I'm begging for it. you know what this mic cost X amount of dollars this soundboard costs X amount of dollars this program costs X amount of dollars like I'm not trying to fund like this you know it's like people go yo yeah just crank up your phone and start a podcast okay cool guess what but I had to pay for that phone you know it's shit like that that people don't even really think about or consider like I said people like I said you download these free apps you press play you listen and you go okay that's all my investment that's cool and I'm not knocking that but all I'm saying is don't complain to people when you get something for free and they want to throw ads and things like that in it because they have to recruit their calls for their labor somewhere
1: yeah so it's just I, I just want to take a second for I get ready to play an ad after I play this song uh, cause it just made me think about that. And i just remember being so frustrated that day and, you know, uh, shout out to my man, Tommy. He was like, Rod, you just don't give people enough credit. I was like, here's what you're doing right now. You're not giving me enough credit because I've been doing this for about 15 years. Right. In this case, I know what I'm talking about. This ain't a guess. Yes. Mm-mm. If people can get shit for free, they will. Your favorite musician, they'll steal their album. Your favorite, like, it's like when you listen to a musician and they're like, yeah, I really can't make money off my music anymore. I have to, you know, after Napster, I have to basically try to get it off of touring. And that's hard because and you just, I think you don't believe in people. It's like, nigga, I've been in the game 30 years. I know what people going to do. I believe in them morning you because I know what they'll do. I believe they going to do what they been doing. So, you know, it like this ain't a go fund me. It's a product exchange. I'm entertaining you and you giving me money for entertaining you. You're clicking, you're listening. You're willing to listen to 30 seconds of an ad because I'm giving you two hours of shit that you think is pretty cool or whatever percentage you think is cool. That's what it's about. And that's fine.
0: uh, Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. There's. There's, and there's nothing uh, wrong with that at all. And truth be told, the only reason why uh, a lot of the streaming services uh, make the money that they do, because of convenience. It's, it's more convenient for people just to pay a fee to get up upteen, unlimited amount of music than for me to go the other route. You know, if the other route was easier, people would do it for free. But if you got people like me going, I'm not learning that shit. Here's my nine ninety nine dollars 99 off. Right. You know, th- that's what happens. Like people mm-hmm. people wonder why people do this because people are lazy and they don't want to go through all the hassle that it actually takes to get the shit for free. All right. Email time. <laughs>
1: I was doing the taxes for the show the other day and for our business and let me tell you something guys shit ain't free all right uh let's get to these emails miss mm-hmm. Crystal right in I met her she came out I, I, I met her we've met her before but her and her husband came out to a taping of game theory and I got to talk to them oh and some other fans came out um I had a lot of fun uh meeting fans I know it's like Samantha Gary. Rolanda I'm forgetting Samantha's Husband's name I'm sorry Uh, But
0: um, Yeah I took pictures with him I posted
1: on my Instagram and all that stuff so shout out To them
0: Come up there one more time uh, uh, Before the show ends so I I, I, I Get a photo op (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: We outside uh my beloved uh and roger and karen instagram feels like they just saved your life i was commenting on the pic with rod my hubby and me on at Rod's ig and ig blocked me because i said it was two-thirds of my life partners and next time you came up uh i was going to kidnap you so we could be black aunties and pass the peas like we used to shout out to martin ig basically called me a stalker and blocked my post damn oh no you okay
0: it said too much of you <laughs>
1: uh but i love love loved your renaissance tickets origin story i virtually high-fived you uh hope you felt it grown black women fit into a cut all the way up this summer in 2023 hashtag grown black woman summer hashtag renaissance mm-hmm. summer hashtag hot flash summer my offspring said, "I'm acting all giddy like a teenager over Beyonce." Okay, Zoomer, God wanted me to see Beyonce. I never saw her ever, but I've seen Jigga Man at least three times in concert. He's good. But anyways, I got the notification that she was going on tour and proceeded to gallop around the two story office warehouse at work, proclaiming, uh, "Uh, horse, two horse emojis. Uh, look like a siren emoji. Two horse emojis. Beyonce is coming. Beyonce is coming." I Like the good La Pauletta Revere, uh, I am, which might be reason number 27464, why my very young, newish black lady boss thinks I'm a coon. Anyway, I caught my fabu cousin Jessica IG post about it, and we got supplied, and Jess is good for doing things, so I knew I wouldn't have to go back and forth with money and time and everything, so I got the notification for the pre-sale for New Jersey and New York, But my COVID hero pay didn't come in and I didn't get a code. So I like, well, now the tickets a million dollars, I guess I can't go. But after the Super Bowl, I got the notification that I got the pre-sale code for Boston, but still was like, I ain't got it. But on the day after when the tickets went on sale, uh i was driving listening to pop roast they were talking about how they got tickets i arrived at home looked at the text with the code that thing said tickets went on sale 2 p.m that day guess what time it was when i looked 2:30. 30 check my bank account my hero pay came in i didn't freak out and calmly went inside looked at the tickets on the computer ding right away saying go on ahead and get your tickets girl the prices weren't crazy i screenshot the seats uh price to cousin jess she got back to me right away she paypal me the money we got the golden tickets within a half hour dog divine providence praise beezus this this cousin is a deaconess in the beehive ministry she been to five shows and counting so i feel confident we got good And she will inaugurate me into the worship service like a tire let me know where to stand, when the stand sit turn the page of the hymn, uh hymnals Kneel to the altar, all of that. We put in the time off, and we leave in hubby and kids where they belong at the house. We get in the hotel, getting to eat some good food in Boston. Karen, send me the invite to the group chat so we can brag about going to Club Renaissance. Rod, it was great seeing you do your thing the other week. Proud cousin. Uh, three crying emojis. I was like, "Yeah, I'm outside being cool in the city, hobnobbing with femit with famies, uh, famies." Uh, <laughs> uh, thank, thank, <laughs> thank you for validating my cool funniness to my husband. I was out here being a cool, wife talking to the husband to come shoot some shooty hoop sports ball show, and introducing him to soon to be Amy award winning writer <laughs> to quote the bodega boys. Yeah, rest in peace uh i see the boo boo uh with the blessings come in the blessings come in uh i wanted to go uh to be cool and go to drunk black history but my house housebody husband was like why you like going into the city all the time dang gina when i was going to be like eh, and just go but i had to be a lame mom and do some shout was a chauffeur uh, duties and pick up up the offspring from his black POC robotics club at eight and feed the crew and blah 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 be barefoot not pregnant be it a hotel's wet or ashy dream let me know next time you do cool black people stuff in the city I'll plot my escape accordingly sorry not sorry for the long email but it was necessary hugs and kisses Miss oh thank you oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. it was a pleasure talking to you again I'm glad you came out I know she had talked to us Uh, before she emailed us before last time i was here and she had said that she wanted to come meet us when you were here but she got like cold feet or something because her you know anxiety was kicking in and so i know it's a big deal to overcome that to come hang out because i deal with it too uh our girl karetha says black history month post Dear Rod and Karen I hope this message found you well I just had to drop a note about Rod's Coon calendar for Black History Month I wish I was a big dog with a nationally recognized award to bestow because that series should win an award Yeah, NAACP ain't gonna like that one every single mm-hmm. entry was on point and the entire series pure gold thank you it was harder than people think mm-hmm. cause see the, I can't imagine. the problem isn't so one I freestyled them all I didn't have a script so I just woke up in the morning, picked picked one from my list, and then I just went in. Um, and then picking the song is also big too because you want the song to to, to coincide with who you are picking. But it's harder than people think because there's people that just want everybody to be called a come. <laughs>
0: they want everybody on the list. And it worked right, now Everybody can't be on the
1: list. It was important to me to pick people that we wouldn't be sitting around later, like, oh man, that 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 person ain't really a coon, Rod. I can't believe you did him like that or her I like gotta that. Put some work in. And so I was like, I wasn't taking a lot of people's suggestions were just terrible to me. You know, it's like, oh, do Susan Rice. I'm like, nigga, what? I, so now I got to argue with niggas because she's like a obama appointee and shit and she ain't really like do no real cooning like that you you want me to take one thing she did and then like roast her forever no we need certified hall of fame first ballot no questions asked this nigga a coon if you ain't never heard of him you need to hear what i say about them and be like damn for real that person is a coon i can't be making no borderline cases it can't be like i just don't like the way he walked. like no anyway Thank you for appreciating the work. Uh, mm-hmm. so when I got done, I looked like a Popeye's worker after the chicken sandwich came out. I was just like, whew, that was hard.
0: Uh, and shout out to uh, 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 Uncle Bob, who actually every day, he yes. actually had the whole calendar for a month. It was fucking hilarious.
1: He I was kept up, up through the calendar. He was updating the coolant every day. Thank you, Uncle Bob. <laughs> uh, so few of us can even risk liking it publicly, but that need to be done with a gift. Thanks for sharing the word with the world no problem yeah and i saw a lot of people quietly privately loving it um i got y'all be surprised it was in my dms <laughs> few people rolled up in the dms like brother you doing some good work all right i gotta get out of here um episode two six seven eight don't those, tell them i came in the room right don't don't don't, don't tell nobody but that nigga is cool all right i'm out Uh, Episode 2678 Those Saxes Hey Rod and Karen It's been a while since I sent in a message for feedback But I felt the need to comment when I heard that saxophone On that ad for the long distance Kissing device The music was out of place but what caught my attention That it was a sound clip from the anime Detective Conan One of the longest running anime in the game It's a mystery of the week kind of thing In the show they have several jazz heavy tracks That they use over and over As background music For the track they use in this ad It's usually played when someone is Feeling wistful or forlorn, usually in the context of criminal murder coming clean, realizing they were wrong for doing what they did about to go to jail. I laughed so hard when I heard it. Not romantic at all. Anyways, love y'all. Hope you both stay healthy and happy. Peace, Gath. Thank you. Thank you. And lastly, my man John Wright in very short, nothing in particular. Morning Rod and Karen. So Rod, you wouldn't even kill Karen for $9 million. Man, you so corny. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to. Do I won't give my baby no.
1: P.S. Did you see that? Merrick Garland is a big fan of Taylor Swift. Oh, how the haters are gonna love that. Well, you know what I'll do? I suggest they just shake it off. But I'm here for this <laughs> white white ally Voltron gang, Garland gang and Swifties unite. Honestly, that's why the Beyonce tickets went smooth because them fucking Swifties and Merrick Garland. They was like mm-hmm. fuck around to find out. Uh, congrats on the Beyonce tickets. Cheers and stay safe, John. Thanks, John. Thank you. All right. That's it, everybody. Karen's got to get out of here and go to the movie. Uh, and Yay, we we'll appreciate you tonight. Yes. We appreciate everybody. And we'll talk to y'all next time. Until then, I love you. I love you, too. Mwah. Mwah.